Welcome affiliated listeners to another episode of Affiliated. I realize I just made that redundant. So let's start off with some odd syntax. So, um, but today we're gonna be talking about something that's think a huge part of a lot of people that come to us or even just go into ClickBank, never talk to anybody and they feel like they failed um, because they weren't <laughs> doing things right. And that's, they yeah. weren't attracting affiliates. We're an affiliate marketplace. We want to attract affiliates, but how do we do it? It's a big question. It's a big problem. And it's something that you might be listening to this podcast and thought, why wasn't I successful on ClickBank? Is this going to teach me how to be successful? One, yes. And two, it's okay. It probably wasn't your fault. Um, there's just some things you didn't know and understand about how to really attract affiliates on ClickBank and make your offer start to pop. And we're going to give you three things to really focus on today to make that happen. So getting things started, Tom, something is like, how often do you get that question of like, hey, or are you running into people like, oh, I put an offer up on ClickBank and it didn't do anything. How often does that happen to you? Weekly. Weekly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah weekly, if not bi-weekly, right? It's like, it's common. And I think it's that if you build it, they will come assumption. Or it's like, oh, I put it on an affiliate network, you know, replace ClickBank with any affiliate network and then I didn't get anything from it. And then I, the next questions for me are like, well, what did you do? <laughs> like what? how was your offer structured? How did you use the marketplace? Who are you networking with? And it's like usually eyes glaze over. And yeah. It's like, huh? They're like Kevin yeah. Costner taught me that I just build it and then they come right out of the field, all the, out yeah. of the corn. Yeah. And it's darn you, Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I think it's that, yeah, that expectation setting that doesn't happen with people that kind of go off and do it themselves and uh, make assumptions that, oh, if I put it out there, all this traffic will flood in. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, kind of be, need to be set up for success and know how to play the game for that to really take off. So let's talk about that then. So you're very right. If you just put an offer on the marketplace and you do nothing else, it's not to say that you will never have any success, but you're not putting yourself in the best position to succeed. Statistically and most likely, no one's going to see it. No one's going to promote it, um, at least not to the level that you're probably hoping for yeah. when you put the offer on the marketplace. So let's kind of break down the different touch points and things that you really should focus on to help make sure that you're going to get some success. And we'll start off with actually, I think the, the easiest and most visible thing, which is your marketplace listing. Mm -hmm. Actually, how you build that out, how you structure it, what you say. Um, so I'll just give you an idea. The elements that we're talking about here is the description. Um, there's some stats in there. There's a link for your affiliate tool page. The title, right? Yeah, yeah the, title. Mm -hmm. But really the area you're going to have the most control, there's going to be some stats that will show up that you have no control over. But part that you have control over is that title and the description for the marketplace listing. So walk me through, Thomas. What do you tell people about that? how to make that listing work? What, what makes it a, a, a rock star yeah. marketplace description? Yeah. So I, I try to get people to think about who is the target audience on ClickBank? meaning who are the affiliates on ClickBank? Because if you look at like a sales page or an ad out there on Facebook trying to drive your traffic to your product, you're trying to resonate with the target audience that you want to talk to. And that's where I think if you understand the target audience of the affiliates that are using ClickBank, you're out the gate, you'll be much more prepared for success with a marketplace listing. And so to level set on who that is, it's performance marketing affiliates, affiliates that have some sort of traffic that they're looking at an ROI perspective on return on investment with their traffic. They either have email lists, they're either paid media buyers or some other sort of traffic that they're going, I have this asset, how do I get the most return on my investment of time and utilizing this asset, which is my traffic. And once you understand that mindset, it's not the influencers, it's not the bloggers and YouTubers, they are on ClickBank, but that's a smaller subsection of affiliates. The bigger, more revenue driving ones are those performance marketing affiliates. Yeah. So now that flips your 
bad marketplace listing in my eyes, which is talking about how great your product is and why this is a great product for helping you achieve X result. And now you flip it to per talking about how this offer performs, right? How well does it convert? How well does it pay? Like how much has it been tested? You can answer these questions quickly in like a good title and a good description and prompt people to click on that affiliate tools, affiliate resource page link to learn more about it and get them really kind of reading your long form copy at that point on your landing page and why they should promote this offer now. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get to that section mm -hmm. here in a second. But I, I think uh, just to go back to the idea of the, the performance marker, I always like to describe it too as they are purveyors of traffic. They're people that are focused on traffic versus oftentimes we get the Instagram, the influencer, the blogger. They are focused on content that they're going to monetize passively afterwards. But I really am focused on like views and content and doing da 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 da. Performance affiliates are just about, I know that I have a huge treasure trove of traffic, whether it's paid media, whether it's an email list, they're just oriented on that. And yeah, they need to get the, that ROI right. to get that return. So it's just, you're, it's very different. And I would even go further. If you're looking to identify your affiliates, you know, the performance affiliates, what type of performance yeah. affiliates, what type of traffic source, what type of um, offers are they normally promoting? Who are the audience or the traffic demos that they start to kind of get into, right? And and I, I you know, again, we, we're all marketers here. You should really use that marketing mind breakdown and start to say, not only are they performance marketers and I want the the ones that have these types of traffics or traffics, man, sorry, <laughs> can't, English apparently is my second language today. So um, that type of traffic. And then the other thing too, is even thinking about what is the personality profile of that person, right? We see a certain subsection of like, <laughs> like media buyer performance marketers have a very kind of similar demographic to what those people look like, right? Um, and it's different for say an email affiliate and they all kind of shift and change. So really understand that, get into their heads and start adjusting your listing. I think you hit a big one though, it's, it's numbers, uh, are, are going to really be like, the most I love, important. I love these about demographics. I literally yeah. like the, the marketplace titles and descriptions that can zero in on the data piece, like how well does this pay, convert percentages, like numbers, but also the demographics. Because I think that's where people miss out on because they go, oh, this is really proven to email traffic. And now you're kind of disassociating to the potential media buyers out there that might want to test this. But if you're focusing on that, this converts really well with conservative women over 45 if I'm a media buyer that sees that, I go, oh man, I had a campaign that did really well to that same demographic. I could probably test this because now they're going to look at the numbers and go, yeah, it looks like something that might back out for me mm -hmm. versus just anchoring into types of traffic sources. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put, if you put like, you know, conversion whale for every patriotic list, right? Like all of a sudden now it's like, well, dang, that sounds interesting. I want to know yeah. what it is. I have a patriotic list. So, so yeah, I think the demos is a big piece to just numbers. If it's just numbers, the problem is that, if you don't have the demos in there, those numbers could vary so widely. All that happens if they do test it, their expectations are going to be way higher than they It's a they disqualifying might need to. slash qualifying piece, right? Yeah. You don't want every affiliate. I mean, some people think they do, but really you want the right affiliates with the right traffic for your offer. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get high quality customers, yeah. um, which are going to have higher LTVs because you're paying out high commissions, yeah. right? So let's make it worthwhile. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a big piece. So any other tidbits you'd recommend? Um, yeah, in the marketplace so, listing, or maybe things that people make mistakes besides, like I said, championing the product. So this is going to zoom out a little bit from the marketplace listing and more of just like, what is your affiliate program? And this maybe is talking more about your actual affiliate page, but 
just overall, right? Do you have a series of products that you're just trying to get front end product sales to like almost like an e-com store? Is this a true offer that solves a big pain point that does really well with performance marketers? Like, I think you really need to look at before you set up on a network, what are the types of offers on there that do well? And it might not be right. You, you might not look like a page one, two or three offer. That's fine. But like, are you a type of offer that can get traction because you're built for the performance marketing direct response mindset in mind in the first place? Right. And if you're not, you're going to probably struggle to get the right types of affiliates you're kind of looking for. And you might need to go fish in other ponds versus trying to set up on a network like a ClickBank that's really drilled down into that direct response space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just to put that, it's not to say that they're like I said, they're, the affiliates aren't there. Yeah. Um, but the expectation of what that volume could look like, um, you just want to kind of lower that a little bit at this point in time. Yeah. So um, could that change in the future? Of course. But we're talking right now in the present. Yeah. So um, I think that's an important distinction is, yeah, know who is your program built for? Um, and then how are we going to communicate with those individuals in the marketplace? Yeah, because if you're going like, oh my gosh, yeah, I can pay up to 15%. And if you think that's really good, you're kind of going to fall on your face. <laughs> yeah. Right? ClickBank where affiliates are going to look at that and go, that's it. Yeah. And they're going to move on. Right. Yeah. And just, yeah. It, you know, a good thing, because you're, you're totally right. Like the, the percentage, like if you're if you see no one else, everyone else has a higher percentage than you and you're only 15%, one, increase your percent, or two, if you can't, maybe you have a high ticket and your percentage is a little bit lower, find another number to focus on, yeah. right? What's another way that I could attract How and much do affiliates to? make per campaign, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, average yeah. payouts or mm -hmm. um, my conversion rates are super duper high. So something well, marketers, like that. right? Market, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. market to a number that people, will, that'll yeah. look impressive, but yeah. also one that's honest. So with that, the goal of the marketplace listing is not to get, to get people to promote, it's to get them to go to this next resource, which is really, really important for I think ClickBank affiliate success, which is your affiliate tool page. Uh, I know we've talked about this in the past, but we really want to focus on it again today because it's a critical part of any affiliate program, um, really anywhere, but definitely on ClickBank yeah. as well. So talk a little about some of the things that you need to do to make sure you have a killer affiliate tool page. Yeah, and I, I like to reframe this conversation right out of the bat by calling it an affiliate recruitment page, right? Like you'll have your tool page and this might be the same page where you're giving them assets but I think the people fall on their face where they only offer assets and they assume the affiliate's ready to promote right now if they click on and they land on this page. No, the affiliate's clicking on that page to learn more about your offer and really get sold to on why they should be promoting this offer and why it's a good risk for them to test, right? When we say risk, you know, Amber and I went into this in detail on the podcast we did with her on why affiliates might be nervous to test a new product, even if it's on risk, rev share and there's no risk to them, quote unquote, there's opportunity cost to them to promote it. So they need to be sold on why this is a good fit for them. So that's where if you were, you know, marketplace listing is a tweet's worth of text to convey a message. This is where you can start to really flesh that out and you really drill into the demographics, how well it converts, the payouts, the funnel structure, the offer structure, right? People like to see that this has a front end, this has three upsells. This is the commission I'm gonna make on these upsells. If there's a CPA, what is a CP, you know, is there an option for that? How do I yeah. apply to promote it? How do I, are there terms and conditions on here that maybe I'm a Google Display affiliate mm -hmm. and Google Display isn't allowed for this offer? You want that on this page to disqualify the wrong affiliates. Yeah. So you're kind of you're taking them through, sell, 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 bring them to the page, qualify them to actually promote, and then disqualify the ones that you can't work with at the gate. So then your affiliate manager that's getting the leads from this page, because yes, there should be a lead gen form, in my opinion, on this page. Um, 
Agreed. Yeah. And we'll get there. We'll yep. get there for sure. So now you're disqualifying. So the right affiliates are coming through to your affiliate manager to chalk to, to ascend and to win traffic from. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. This is really the kicking off point where it's, it's in reality, it's your first real impression with an affiliate, yeah. right? Cause the marketplace is all ClickBank branding. It's, it's text, it's words, it's lifeless. You get somebody to click on and now they're in your realm. So let's actually, what I'd like to do is let's break down kind of, I, there's lots of elements to go into, but mm -hmm. I'd like to break down the above the folds. We'll call it the deck copy. And then we'll say the CTA area, right? So the CTA meaning choose to promote. So let's kind of break down some of the elements and, and highlights that I think are really important in those areas and start off above the fold or essentially your headline. Um, so this is going to be very similar to what you, if you're doing this right, it should really echo what you did in the marketplace listing, but be more bold and have more time with it. And this is where you're going to talk about um, whatever that marketing hook, whether it's like you said is, you know, the, the offer um, that every 45 plus year old conservative woman needs in their household today. And then you could put right afterwards, conversions ranging from blank to blank. And an AOV of this means that you're going to be able to put money in your pocket right away and guarantee one of the best sends that you'll have this month, this quarter, yeah. whatever, right? That's what you kind of see above the fold. Um, and then I think transitioning right in there, I mean, it, I think that's a really good headline or something like that. I do think it's important to have numbers, demos, and then some idea of what the product is exists mm -hmm. all on um, your above the fold section. I know I didn't mention that in there because I don't know what our widget is, but it should have something that says, this is what this is what you're selling now. Yeah, so, like, I'm just looking at like X appears, for example, which these pages could change, right? These are other people's websites, but main headline, introducing Exapure, the next generation in health offers. And there's a picture of the supplement bottle right there to show me that it's a supplement. Um, and then the next kind of text there from the team of direct response experts who've grossed 650 plus million dollars and dominated multiple verticals of offers and copycats are desperate to replicate. So they're what they're putting in here is that they're a step above everyone else and they've had multiple successes with offers. They're building confidence to the affiliates reading this that this is a likely sure bet. This is a good pony to bet on, right? Mm -hmm. And kind of put my time towards promoting. Well, and I think one thing to break down in that is they have that confidence. And when you're promoting an offer that maybe doesn't have stats yet or whatever, they can just push out like, hey, we're awesome. We produce mm -hmm. awesome offers. So you should definitely promote with us. If you have that hook and that's a part of what you do, you should definitely include that right from the get go. Yep. Which should be fair, not every single client has the success of the creators no, but, here, but yeah, it's can, good to mention that if you do. But you can build in that confidence, right? If mm -hmm. it's a good copywriter that wrote it, right? From mm -hmm. a copywriter who's generated da 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 da, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff you can do to, you know, if it's if you if affiliates haven't promoted it, if you've done all, your own internal traffic and now you're opening it, you know, with a brand that's generated thousands of customers, da, da, right? There's ways you can kind of bolster those headlines to build that confidence in with the affiliate. I've seen people use like testimonials just for like their mm -hmm. personal character versus the offer because offers new it's like oh yeah mark's great to work with he pays on time da, 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 right it's like testimonials from other experts in the space about the person who made the offer it has yeah. nothing to do with the offer just building that confidence for the yeah. affiliate in there so it's kind of kind of what you're saying i think the the way you think about it is you want to build trust above the fold mm -hmm. and some sort of credibility as well as make it appealing, yeah. right? So sometimes it could be the exact same, but not always, depending on how you need to structure it. But that's really what you're going for above the fold and at least let them see what the product yeah. is um, if yeah, you haven't already. But what you're not doing is going, this supplement is made with the best turmeric mm -hmm. and it helps, right? You're not selling on the product, right? Correct. You're selling on how good this offer is to promote and you can introduce what the product is down the fold. Yeah, right? so let's now talk about, we'll call it the deck section, kind yeah. of the middle yeah. before we go to 
what we'll, we'll describe as the CTA or the mm -hmm. promotion. So what are some elements, just kind of some good elements you think to, to build in there and that should exist kind of that middle part? So someone's interested, they're now scrolling down. What should I tell them next? Yeah, so this is where you can swap this out if more on preference, but I like to lean with the data now. Right now you're talking to the conversion rates, the demographics more, the kind of how well it converts on different traffic sources. You're kind of now qualifying the right affiliates for you based on data. Right, and you're kind of hitting this. And it doesn't have to be, this can be um, on our launch checklist, actually. If you go to clickbank.com slash launch dash checklist, there's an affiliate tools page section there where Kyle Meredith actually made an example of a template for you know, a generic kind of supplement just to show an idea of this, right? But now you're talking to the data cards and this could be a very like, you know, half of page de deep on a desktop kind of deal, kind of highlight of these big bullet points. You're just trying to, again, build the confidence that this is proven, this is tested. Uh, this isn't just, you know, some brand new offer that hasn't seen the light of day yet. You're trying mm -hmm. to show that this works if you're an affiliate that has these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We build the trust and intrigue above the fold. Now we're going to prove why. You should yeah. have trust. It's 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 the prove it section. So some of the numbers exist. Um, I think this is where it's it's good, especially if you could attract multiple demos, mm -hmm. right? List out the data for each different demo. So for example, if I had a weight loss product, I could do weight loss like diet list, diabetes list, yeah. right? Blended list. Like the more you could get into some numbers that are going to allow people to really understand what kind of success they're going to have, the better off you're going to yep. be. I think another great section to build off those numbers too is if you show the performance throughout a funnel, right? Showing what the full funnel is going to look like. Some people are like, well, why would an affiliate care? Oftentimes it's just more trust and credibility yeah. that you know what you're doing. And if I could see that you have a structured upsell flow, that also tells me it's like, they probably have a pretty good average order value. So when they put that average order value, I can now see how they're getting it. Not to know exactly how, but there's a plan in place, right? Like you don't need to go and reveal yeah, all it can your be secrets. A super, it could be a super basic wireframe, mm -hmm. right? It was like yeah. initial offers are one, three or six. And then it goes to, you know, upsell one, upsell two, downsell one, downsell two. You're just, again, yeah, you're showing that you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is another yeah. great section too, I think after the numbers too, to put testimonials, if you mm -hmm. haven't already, um, just to kind of highlight and say, hey, these are great people to work with we do really well, this offer does really well, whether it might be um, to continue to kind of build that confidence up. So um, anything else that you think really should exist in that that deck middle area? The, well, this is where- I guess the product you talked you about. Can, that, yeah. You can now, I think here, talk about what is this product, right? Because it's not all about the money. No, I think that's in affiliate relationships and performance marketing, it is about the money, how much can I make? But affiliates do want some confidence that they're promoting something good, right? So this is where you can start. And you are also, also talking to other types of affiliates here of, I want to promote something good to my audience who actually really care about that. So now you're bolstering that this product is XYZ, best turmeric, it's sourced from here, it's gone through testing, it's, you know, helps with these things. And you're also helping arm the affiliates with like, how they could sell this too, right? Mm -hmm. um, but now you can start to talk a bit about the product here and how good your brand is and things like that. I want to spend a verbose amount of time on it, right? I'd keep yeah. it concise, but this is where you can start to introduce that. And if you are selling a supplement, I would also just encourage you to make sure you put the fat nutritional or the dietary supplement facts panel on mm -hmm. there. Um, so they that. could see all the ingredients. Cause there, you, there are affiliates yeah. if they have an audience, they just won't promote certain ingredients. Yeah, I, know, there, I know some affiliates that won't promote sleep offers with melatonin in it, for example, mm -hmm. right? So kind of helping them disqualify themselves out yeah. the gate is a great thing to do. Yeah, great yeah, call. Exactly. Yeah. So just a, it, it'll, you'll probably get the question anyway, so you might as well just head it off and avoid your affiliate manager or yourself <laughs> from having to field a bunch of obnoxious questions. Yeah. Um, so 
Next, so I think the next part then, let's kind of talk about the CTA unless you feel like there's some other elements. I know there's other things that are on affiliate tool page, but I actually think they live better after the CTA section and we'll just kind of plug those in because they're not that exciting. You mean the actual sexy. tools? Like yeah, actual yeah, tools. Well, I was going to say, we don't have things. an FAQ. Um, I think an FAQ section for promotions really yeah. good. The terms and conditions. Those are all things I'd put below the fold because not everyone's going to, Kind of below Care. the call to action, if you will. Yes, yeah. yes, the call to action, or not below the so yeah, below the call to action, <laughs> yeah, um, because you. they need to exist, but they're the less sexy elements, and I don't want them to get away, mm -hmm. get in the way of what what I really want them to do, which is, let's go to the CTA section. What do you even? Yeah. Why do you have a CTA on our? I know, but I think a recruitment page. Yeah, no. So I think what people need to remember is on ClickBank, you don't technically own the affiliate at all, right? You're going to see generic affiliate ID promoting traffic to your offer and you don't necessarily know who that is and which is there's a pro there where clickbank's actually taking care of all the payments and tracking and 1099 forms and et cetera for that affiliate so it does a lot for you but to get real good scale you're probably gonna have to actively manage your affiliates right not just passively hope they promote so a good way to do that is to offer a C call to action like a lead gen form where they can fill out their name email their clickbank id on the bare minimum and then submit to a promote if you're a gated offer meaning affiliates have to actually apply with you you definitely need that on this page and even if you're open where any affiliate can promote you i'd still have a call to action to either get the swipes right you could gate the swipes on a different page or the kind of affiliate assets you could also offer an incentive like hey we offer higher commission tier if you fill this out right that's i see that really commonly used now where it's like maybe the default 75 percent you're going to offer anyone 80 percent if they fill out this call to action and who's going to say no to more money yeah right and now you're getting now you're able to tie affiliate id to person in your affiliate crm for your affiliate manager to manage and now they can be getting on the phone with them getting them on a zoom call getting them on a skype chat and actually negotiating more traffic or at least initial traffic and then more traffic and you guys start to actively manage and mine traffic yeah and i would strongly encourage all all individuals out there if you can build something out that's going to get their information it's going to make your life so much easier yeah and it honestly it makes it Affiliates might not say this, but in all reality, it's a lot easier for them too. So they feel like they have a touch point with the offer owner. And if they're doing well, an offer owner could engage with them to give them more so they could send more and everyone makes more money. Like that's a good thing for them. Yeah. So I, I would agree. You want to have some section. Don't be obnoxious about how much you ask for it, unless maybe you're a gated oh offer gosh, yeah. and you want to maybe really, really put a commitment from your affiliate to have them promote, which I understand. But for the most part, name, email, traffic source, I think that's the bare minimum that you should really have. Um, and if you have that in there, great. Um, and and then you could say, oh, nickname yeah. two would probably be good. Well, I've seen some but too yeah. where it's like to submit it, you have to check a box that you've read the terms and conditions, yep. right? And that like has a little pop down of like what the terms and conditions actually are for that offer, right? Which mm -hmm. might be, oh, I can't promote on Google Display, right? For an example, yeah. or I can't use before and after pictures provided by the, you know, I have to use my own kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So this is a tip to affiliates is actually read those. Yes, <laughs> yes. And don't waste your own time. Don't waste yeah. your vendor's time if you're going to be promoting in a way that they don't allow. Yeah, yeah it's a great way to waste time and money too yeah. sometimes um, to, to get sh something shut down. But yeah. um, in general, having that opt-in page is going to make your affiliate program so much better just to okay. get. And, and again, build your incentive however you'd like it to. I would say the one thing. I wouldn't do is just have them opt in, but have no incentive to do so. Hey, just opt in for your fun, you know? Lot, right? Wouldn't it be it's nice like, to yeah. talk to me? Some people might, but in general, give an incentive, make sure that it's worthwhile, whether it's to get at, um, access to creative assets, 
Um, and also, uh, I really like the commission boost. I think it's the best one. One last thing before we go into another very ClickBank specific um, kind of tips and tricks in terms of gravity and how to make that um, improve for you. Uh, I just like to say that, um, oh, I lost my, oh, having assets on the affiliate recruitment page. You know, I like to say, it's like, if you had the how-tos or your instructional manual, like on your sales page, people would think you're crazy because who wants to see that until they're committed <laughs> to buy? I think that's actually the exact same thing with um, affiliate tool pages. Unless you're trying to just give somebody a link, right? And then they sign up and then it's like a link builder. I think that's okay. But a lot of the creative stuff I think is actually better suited to have some sort of pass through a commitment to go get that stuff. It clogs up the page, it clogs yeah. up the view. Um, and, and to me, it creates less attraction um, to go out and get it and less involvement with those affiliates. So that's one thing I would encourage, that's my personal preference, create some gate and distance away from those resources. I mostly agree. I think where you can get away from that a bit is if you're on the top X pages of the marketplace yeah. and affiliates are just gonna be wanting to promote those as fast as they can, then you want them to disqualify themselves based on the terms mm -hmm. and get them the assets. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're inundated with affiliate requests, you're right. That yeah. makes a lot of sense to yeah. get it to them faster because then they might get confused in where they need to go. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, let's move to the next part, which I think, um, you know, with just the last little bit here, we'll try and be pretty fast um, for time's sake, but um, which is some of the, just, these are some insider tricks to help kind of boost you up. We know in the marketplace, or for people, I should say we know, but you might not know, our marketplace is, has an algorithm that dictates offers with lots of various factors um, that which ones we think are promoting the best or the algorithm says are working best for affiliates, it'll move them up, it'll mm -hmm. rank them higher. So yeah. you mentioned earlier about you know what page you're on, so on and so forth. Well, that matters because that's telling affiliates and projecting them that your offer is good for them to promote. That being said, there's some ways that you could really help boost that rating without ever having an affiliate promote you. And I figured we could talk a little bit about that and share it. So what are some things that you tell clients to help boost them up in the marketplace when they're first coming on? Yeah, this is looking at gravity and popularity scores, right? In the ClickBank marketplace, which are the main two ways affiliates filter the marketplace to kind of stack rank what offers are quote unquote best. And this is going back to intention. The intention of the ClickBank marketplace is to show affiliates how offers are successful and the way we do that is by looking at how many affiliates are promoting a product and getting sales right not just promoting but actually getting sales mm -hmm. to an offer now there's other things that go into it to kind of influence that but it's kind of like google backlinks google's like oh yeah there's like 200 ranking factors and you know it's not just backlinks but everyone who does seo knows that backlinks are still the main driver. So mm -hmm. um, it's similar to that. The number of accounts, affiliate accounts you have generating sales for your offer influences that gravity and popularity score to a very high degree. Mm -hmm. um, so things you can do are be your own affiliate and make additional ClickBank accounts to be your own affiliate, especially if you're testing the offer still, right? Or even if not, if you're just directing your own traffic to it a bit, be your own affiliate. It kind of gets the most juice out of the squeeze for that marketplace listing. And you'll start to populate above the zero spots with gravity scores and things like that. Um, you can overdo it, right? I think what you don't want to do, what I've seen some vendors do is get very, almost make like a backlink farm and just like kind of generate a bunch of affiliate IDs and kind of send sales through them just to manipulate the gravity score. That's not what we're talking about here. And the reason why that doesn't work at scale is because you're just juicing a metric to get affiliate eyeballs, which can work in the short term. But if your offer doesn't actually convert, you're just setting everyone up for failure, including yourself. Yeah. So this is a way to actually get real traffic hitting it, get the most juice of the squeeze for it, 
what I often recommend, right, is if you've got Facebook, if you've got an email list, if you've got Google, if you've got these different traffic sources, make a unique ClickBank ID for each one of those traffic sources and pay them like you would an affiliate. And you get that marketplace listing um, algorithm kind of going for you. But you also look at that data like you were an affiliate. Go into that account, look at the conversion rates, look at the payouts for that YouTube traffic you're generating or that Facebook traffic you're generating and try to objectively look at it and go, is that good? Right. And you can use that data to go, this is either warm or cold traffic. If it's warm traffic, I'm going to assume affiliates will actually convert less on it. And you can start to go, okay, is this a good payout that I'm actually getting as an affiliate right now on my affiliate program that I'm trying out? Yeah. And you can start to tailor that a bit more and kind of get more involved with your affiliate program. Yeah. Yeah. I think testing and using affiliate accounts and like you said, not going overboard, mm-hmm. especially since there's a certain point where it's like, you know, even if you built a bunch and they only promote it once, like yeah, that's the, not necessarily going to look that good. It's going to eventually just be a lot of extra work for you. Yeah. There's, we should say too, there's a rolling time frame for the marketplace. Yeah. I think it looks at 12 weeks and there's mm-hmm. more weight on recent sales. Yes. Right. So it's like, yeah, if you do this once, you'll get like kind of some a spike, a spike, and then it fades. Yeah. Right. So you kind of, if you can get some general traffic that keeps hitting yeah. from different accounts, you kind of build that baseline. Yeah. But I think a big part, like the other side is like, not only will just, you know, use your test traffic, use the various accounts, mm-hmm. but it's traffic you'd already be using anyway. Yeah. Right. So whether it's, um, I always tell you if they're doing email drops, like pay drops for testing, every single drop has a new ID, right? Cause it's going to really simulate exactly what an affiliate would do and see. Um, but like you said, go and look on the other side. Does it actually look good for them based on those percentages? You might find you're like, well, man, maybe my percentages are a little bit too low because you'll see what you're getting paid and what your EPC is and then what the affiliate's EPC yeah. is. And your aggregate EPC might be great. I need to shift some things to get them where they yeah, need to if go. You're, so. If you're not profitable on your own internal warm traffic as an affiliate, how likely is an affiliate going to be to be profitable yeah, with colder exactly. traffic to your offer? Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah. can help address those problems. But in turn, while you're optimizing, while you're improving, you're also improving your marketplace listing. Yes. So we might as well do two birds, one stone. Um, and then one thing I'd also say too, if you're working with uh, you know somebody like us and you want to do that, I oftentimes recommend too, while you're testing and building up, removing yourself from the marketplace. Maybe don't even put a marketplace mm-hmm. listing in there so you could still get some of the boosting that'll occur. Because the metrics are still happening. Yeah, there. they're still yeah. happening, but you don't have to necessarily, if you don't have it optimized, you don't have somebody pick up an offer when you're not ready for it, right? Do you, yeah, because I, I usually coach people to just gate the offer at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Be in the marketplace, but have an opt-in, sign-in form, and have some verbiage like closed until like, but up, you know, get on our wait list to promote, kind of generate mm-hmm. some, scarcity there almost right mystery yeah so it's like you can still be generating affiliate leads through your opt-in from that affiliate resource page but it's gated you're not going to actually allow them to promote yet until it's fully baked but you can kind of build some hype maybe yeah yeah no honestly i hadn't thought about it that way so i think it's a really good idea better than just not having it there i'm more like (laughs) like hey if you really don't feel ready you don't want people to do it we could always remove you like oh we don't want to like come out with the wrong foot forward yeah it's like well you can still be in the marketplace and maybe you're just collecting leads mm-hmm. and you're not actually having them send traffic yet. But, yeah. But when you're ready, you've got X affiliate yeah. leads to send. It's a great yeah. idea. I have no retort I'm glad for we it. did this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I got value. Hopefully you guys got value today. Yeah. As we went through, just to recap again, the marketplace listing, make sure that it addresses the market, right? Who are you looking to attract, which is the performance affiliates, primarily on the ClickBank marketplace. When you get to your affiliate recruitment page, we're gonna change that terminology. This is really a place for you to spend more time, not only qualifying, but disqualifying the wrong traffic, um, using again, that credibility and trust. Um, also the numbers that show that this offer is good, um, and then get an opt-in, own the perfor- like own the affiliate, make sure you have a way to communicate with them. And finally, you know, 
if you're going to have some internal traffic, use that traffic with other affiliates to just boost yourself in the marketplace so you can start on the right foot and your offer isn't buried down in the very depths of the marketplace where no one's going to see it um, and promote anything. So the last thing I just want to transition with this, guys, too, um, this is great in the marketplace, but the best thing to really, really get your affiliate program going is the face-to-face -face networking. Now, we don't have time to discuss that today. This was in a networking-oriented podcast, but keep in tune because Thomas and I actually soon are going to be going over what events you should be going to this year that yeah. we're most excited about and we think affiliates um, should be excited or affiliates and offer owners should be excited about as well. Um, but until then, have a great day. Um, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.